Did you know that it's possible to be alone but not lonely? And maybe you actually know what that means, what that looks like to be alone but not lonely. But I'm sure not many people associate the two together. Today, I just want to talk about how we can thrive as Christians, overcome any loneliness that we may experience in the times of being alone. That we have to realize that a long time is not a punishment. So being single, for example, uh, is not a punishment from God. So, so you may be thinking, you've heard this before. Well, yes, you may have heard it. I also went on a journey where during the times of being alone, I tried to find all the ways to make sure that I would overcome that feeling of being lonely. So I would pack my time with exercises, Actually, I still do all those things, exercises, learning languages, um, just being around uh, positive friendships, um, just learning a new skill. Now, these are all really good things that we can do to make sure that in our times of being alone, we are not in the full wave of experiencing loneliness. But really and truly, there is something that we can always start with, which is making sure that we fill ourselves with the word of God, with the presence of God, right? So I will go into a scripture in a moment. Spending time with God in the place of prayer is surely the first way to make sure that whilst we may be alone, we are not lonely as we ever have the divine presence of God and we maximize the divine presence of God. Let's see what it says um, in the word of God about being filled with his fullness. In the book of Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19 in the Amplified Translation it says, and that you may come to know practically through personal experience the love of Christ which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled up throughout your being to all the fullness of God, so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your lives, completely filled and flooded with God himself. I absolutely love this scripture because it shows us how having the rich experience of God's presence in our lives will fill us and flood us with God himself. So in those moments where we are alone, it's really about us going back to God and just trusting him to fill us with this rich experience, to flood us in our emotions, in our mind, in our will, in our every part of our being, in our soul having the fullness of God. Now, that's the presence, of, that's the power of the presence of the Holy Spirit. I do want to say it's important that we have the fullness of the Holy Spirit, but there is a level where we still need to commune with other beings, with other human beings, should I say. There is still a level where we need to commune with others. And this is where we may sometimes go through these seasons of feeling lonely when we are alone. I did a research for the UK mainly and discovered that 45% of adults in the UK were actually um, confessing to have uh, experienced loneliness uh, often, sometimes, or just um, at some point had experience of loneliness. And whilst that might be like, okay, 45%, at least that's below 50. If you put that into numbers, that is 25 million adults going through loneliness in the UK 
quite a significant amount of people. So we know that it's important that whilst we are in the season of being alone, we still have communities, we still have people that we can reach out this to. This is why I'm excited to talk about something that is really personal that I have gone through myself and we'll go into that in a little while. Hello and welcome to Allfield Life. It's really, really great to have you. And if it's your first time, I trust that God blesses you. And if you have um, watched a couple of videos, I trust that God is continuing to empower you through the messages that I share. And I'm so pleased to hear the wonderful testimonies that um, people have fed back. It's so wonderful to hear what God is doing. And I just trust that um, he will continue to enlarge and expand you. Please feel free to comment. Let me know how you overcome let me know how you thrive in seasons of being alone and what are the things that have helped you to cope in those times. Now, uh, as I said, I really wanted to talk about this because since Christmas time, this was a, a subject that was really at the top of my list because loneliness is something, particularly if you're single, can be quite rife at Christmas time. And, and so these are just seasons where loneliness can be triggered could be significant days birthdays loneliness can be triggered so whilst you may be okay the rest of the time there's certain days where you may feel an enhanced sensation of this and that's why i really want to talk about this i'll look at some of the things that i've done um in my sing seasons of singleness and we'll look at um, some of the people in the Word of God, how do they manage, how did they work through their seasons of singleness. But what I really feel and sense is that this subject is such a hefty one and I just trust God that at some point I'll actually be able to get multiple perspectives and we'll, we'll be able to go through a series on this because there's just m many facets of being lonely and, and many different groups of people that are affected. Just during my study, for example, some of the most highly affected people could be students, for example, you know, when you've traveled to a place, you're studying, or even you could be in the same city, but just that time where you have to constantly be alone, um, you can actually go through the significant periods of being lonely. So. I really trust God that we'll go deeper into this, but today let's just look at that singleness stage where you're trusting God, where you're believing him to actually meet someone, but you're still in the fullness of singleness. And one of the things that I found was that um, in my season, particularly in the 20s, I would always try, um, in my season of singleness, I'd always try to, you know, find a relationship and, and just get over that void. And I know now that really sometimes we, we do these things because yes it's, it's you know the time where we are growing up and we are meant to meet people but I realized that sometimes we're so caught up with trying to address the the loneliness or alone time um, and focusing on the loneliness and there's that personal focus uh, and we idolize a relationship or relationships or that stage of being in a relationship but actually God would want us to be a blessing to um, other people in our communities um, and so where we are just so me 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 God wants us to actually look at um, other people for us to bless so I know sometimes, particularly for those that may be introverts, it may be really challenging to actually walk in um, in confidence uh, and, and just meet 
be a blessing with other people, but just challenge yourself to, to, to seek God's face, to understand who he wants you to be a blessing to, and that will hopefully um, help you to, to not feel that loneliness. I know this is something I struggled with and just not being open to meeting others, meeting new people, particularly those that were in my community. And so I would really feel that wave of loneliness. But once I started opening up, once I discussed with people and got ideas, that really helped me to start um, just being open to my community, my new community, and just coming out of um, that shell and just overcoming, overpowering that loneliness. Um, one of the things I'll say is you can still be in a big group of people and still feel loneliness, but it's still important that um, through that we, we we go back to God, we acknowledge, we, we talk about these things before God and he will help us overcome and overpower um, the sensations or the feelings of being lonely. What I'd like us to look at is King David. King David is one I love mostly on this channel you hear me talk about him so many times as there's so many things we can learn from his life um we look at particularly dealing with loneliness um, in his world for example we know that as a shepherd boy he was mostly alone um he actually got anointed as a shepherd boy but even though he was anointed as a uh, shepherd boy he, he 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 had to continue in a in a state of being alone and and he didn't even feel aware of loneliness and what we can see from that is king david would kill lions bears he was just really maximizing that time of being alone to prepare for the next season we saw that when we know that when he came across goliath it was just um, a breeze for him because he had come across worse, you know, moving dangerous animals and this is just Goliath there. Um, so what we can see is throughout seasons of being alone, there are lessons for us to learn, there are things that, you know, skills, there are um, things that will serve us in the next season, like we saw with King David. He then becomes a warrior, leads a nation, leads armies and all sorts of things and a lot of these skills, he's divinely um, relying on God and also relying on um, the skills, the things that he learned in the season of being alone. So it's important that we realize that alone time is actually um, a golden time and is not a time um, we should make light of. Next thing we see is King David on the other end of the spectrum, misusing his alone time. So this is him out of mission, out of purpose. And in 2 Samuel 11, we know this is the famous story where he decided to not go to war. He decides he wants to um, just chill, just relax. You know, that could be some of us sometimes, you know, sometimes we're constantly working. Um, you could be in that season where you're just like trying to wind down. But are you winding down the right way? How do you wind down in your time? times of being alone. So King David, we know famously, ends up um, feasting his eyes on a woman. He is drawn by lust. He is drawn into committing adultery. And it just spiraled, you know, because he was not using his alone time the right way. First of all, it was not even the correct alone time. Just makes me think um, of sometimes where we as individuals are just drawn to um, things that we want to numb our pain, our pain for being alone. So we end up getting caught up in, you can end up getting caught up in addictions and things. Sometimes it could be even watching excessive TV. I remember when I was younger, when internet was, before internet was a big 
thing where you could easily access it. We would watch so much TV and if I could get back that time that I spent, I spent watching TV, I would just go back to that, just glean, just spend time with God, just you know, download, spend time with God's people. And, and so this is really important that we maximize our alone time the right way. I mean, if I could just go back, I, if I could tell you guys, I spent days watching so much TV, my eyes would hurt. And at some point I couldn't even look at the screen. Okay, that's me in a past life. But I just want us to know that alone time is a blessing. And rather than trying to numb the pain, rather than allowing time to pass, what does God want you to do? What does he, where does he want you to serve in this season? Who does he want you to be a blessing to? The Bible tells us about a woman named Dorcas. She was going about sewing things for people, um, for older ladies. She would knit things for them. You know, she was just being a blessing to her community. So it's so important that we maximize our alone time, that we don't end up being bored and um, spiraling into activities that numb our pain um, because we're not pursuing purpose we're not pursuing what God has for us um, and so really really important that we maximize this and I will say this at this point that we have to realize that a long time is not a punishment so being single for example uh, is not a punishment from God sometimes I know it can be easy to think but God why haven't I seen my person and I've been there you know <laughs> I could be that person at times and we can be caught up in that state of feeling like it's a punishment and this is a concept I got introduced to recently and I thought that's really important that we don't perceive our a long time as a punishment but actually it's an opportunity it's an opportunity to learn to serve it's an opportunity to um, to serve God you know the Apostle Paul says in 1st Corinthians 7 that when you are actually single you have less things to care about less anxieties okay you can focus on pleasing God you can focus on being about your father's business whereas those that are married and no offense they they're, they're focusing on pleasing um, their husband or wife so actually being alone um, is actually a golden opportunity it's a gift of time we have the gift of time um, as we are alone it is not a punishment and I know sometimes it's just like yes God I will do those things later but you know God says now is the time that you know he wants to spend with you to get the best to get the most out of you and sometimes some people think you know I will I will get to it but God sent me the present and I'll get to it but how can God trust you with that person to serve and to do those things that you promise if you're not willing to do that now this is practice time this is time to refine this is time to go deeper in your alone time so one word that God gave me I really want to share it with you is that you know there are certain behaviors that we can get caught into get caught up with and it said I'll, I'll just read it for you it goes destructive behavior is really a distraction from your destination which destroys your destiny identify the destructive behaviors remove the distractions destiny is at stake when god laid that on my heart i i have just been like god god i i am just so conscious whenever i'm caught up with destructive behaviors um things that become habits and they're just distracting us from the destiny that god has for us you see identify the destructive behaviors 
remove the distractions. God says our destiny is at stake. So in this time, in this season, utilize your alone time well. Utilize your alone time well. Do not focus on the distractions. And I just want to read another encouragement for someone today. There's a word that God laid on my heart, particularly concerning those that are thinking about the future. God said to me, fear not, I am in your future. I am providing you with the right company and community. I am surrounding you with people who will fellowship, who you will fellowship with and commune, commune with. I am surrounding you with the right people. Resist the urge to be fearful. All the details about your future, I have taken care of. Trust me, rest in me concerning your future. I am your confident hope. Peace be still to the dark lingering thoughts that make you feel isolated and that you have a bleak future where you are alone. Tell those thoughts, I am surrounded by the goodness of God. My future is secure. I allow the plan and the mission of God to be my central focus. Be still, my soul, and know that you are filled with the fullness of God. Be still, my soul, and know that you are filled with the fullness of God. Filled and flooded with the fullness of God. In Matthew 28 verse 30, Jesus reminded his disciples, he said, I am with you to the very end of age. So resist the urge to fear about your future. Jesus promised to be with you to the very end of age, even in the alone times. I believe he promises to send people to be with you even to the very end of age. I want to leave you with these ending remarks. You see, a lot of the times when we are, this can lead us to be insecure and through these insecurities, we then find ourselves um, seeking to instantly gratify ourselves, whether it's a relationship, whether it's trying to speed up a season, trying to take shortcuts, whatever it is to, to, to end the pain of being alone or, or loneliness, should I say. But God is just saying, rest in me, trust in me whether it is marriage you're waiting for whether it is a child whatever it is that you're believing god for to complete a course if you've lost a loved one he says rest in me i am feeling you and flooding you with my presence and like i was we were taught actually in church today we need to come to a place where we're comfortable being alone with god we saw jesus in, um, in the Bible, Jesus knew how to have that perfect balance. He would surround himself with the disciples. He would go to be with the people, heal the people. And he would also have his other friends, Mary, Martha and Lazarus. He would spend time with them. So we know there's a place for fellowship that is so crucial. And Jesus modeled that for us. But what we saw in Jesus is he also went to be alone with the father. He went and he was comfortable. You see, just this morning, that word was released to me in service. Be alone, be comfortable to be alone with the father. And we saw Jesus do this several times after spending time with people, after pouring out, 
Be comfortable to be alone with the Father. Rest in the Father. Allow the fullness of God to fill you. Now I know that God will give you instructions for what to do. I'm not saying we should not acknowledge that we are lonely. Acknowledge that you are lonely and allow the love of God to fill you. Allow the peace of God to fill you. Also allow God to give you instructions of what proactive steps to take. So for example, if you are looking to, if God has given you the permission to, let's say, go and date, go and, you know, register on a dating app, do that only if you know that God has given you the instruction to do that. Do what is coming from the place of peace and not the place of restlessness, not the place of trying to numb loneliness, not the place of trying to escape being alone, but be comfortable to be alone, resting in the full confidence that God sees you and he has your future secure. I trust that God is being a blessing to you in the season of being alone. I thank God that as he promises in, in the word of God, that you have the full experience and that you're fully flooded with the presence of God, as it says in Ephesians 3.19 in the Amplified Version. I pray that God will send the right people your way and may you be blessed. Please like, comment, share with someone and do subscribe if you haven't already done so. May God bless you. May he fill you with shalom, shalom. Thank you.